genre. What up, nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, the once-weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics. My name is Adam Sheehan, and I'm here, as I always am, with the other voices on this show, Sean Petit. What's up? Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ Byte. hey As a courtesy, I want to remind our listeners, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you haven't read last week's books yet, we're going to spoil them for you. I'm also going to give you some timestamps in the episode description, so you can skip anything you need to skip. Uh, today's top story is New Mutants number 17 by Vita Ayala and Rod Reese. X-Men, back in the top spot. Yep. Did We're it. back to being an X-Men podcast again. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, we couldn't stay away for long. <laughs> yeah, and with the gala coming up. Oh, oh boy, that's woo! right. Forgot about that. I, I, have, I don't even know if I've told y'all about my devious plans for some of the gala stuff. Um, uh oh yeah yeah i'll keep that under wraps i may i might tell you later or i might just also keep it a surprise for you guys that'll be fun i don't like surprises (laughs) (laughs) adam is already nervous (laughs) adam's like i'm just gonna show up that day you do whatever you want uh surprise me with your gala yeah no it's gonna it's gonna be a a wild ride we're gonna with your gala gonna show Speaking up to of- the recording with a stick and be like look it's Krakoa <laughs> we did it uh, I'm gonna dress up in full Met Gala attire that's the surprise but it's only on you know this is an audio show so only you three will notice or care <laughs> until we release the zoom oh no <laughs> I'll do it it's just me with a ridiculous headdress and like this this portrait of John Wayne Gacy behind me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no one's, sure, no one's gonna not? think it's any different. Everyone's like, oh, this is <laughs> yeah. Fun. What this else is normal. new? This is normal. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> so, how is everybody? How we doing? How we feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling almost a hundred percent vaccinated. <laughs> almost, because I got my second shot. <laughs> oh yeah, how how did you cope with uh, your second shot? I, my arm was a little sore, but otherwise I was a okay. Uh, Adam, how was your week, though? My, my second COVID shot erased 30 hours of my life. <laughs> I was just just inoperable for, but, like... But didn't you also have some, like, bonkers shit happen before and after that as well? I had a ton of shit happen to me this past week. And, like, getting a COVID shot in the middle of all that was the worst idea. <laughs> well, like, it's not st- an idea. It's an it's a obligation. <laughs> but, like, like, stuff got really intense at work, and I was just, like, kind of barely there for it i had three different contractors show up at my house um one was because of the other two (laughs) i had i had to have some electrical work done and the electrician moved this pipe out of his way that then burst and started spraying water all over my electrical box so that was real nice that's not yeah, where you want no, your and then you're gonna have to then you're gonna have to get a cat to eat the mouse and then you're gonna right. have to get a dog to eat the cat and then you're gonna have to get <laughs> exactly it was that type of week yeah. but i mean like I, I had some cool things happen to me i got some good news from my doctor about something that i've been worried about and uh i got my second covid shot so neat yeah are you just gonna come on this show and not pretend like you got your fucking weed card i mean i that? don't want to talk about it that much <laughs> I was, gonna, I was gonna. I was gonna smoking weed like on every episode. What's I was gonna vague book it, but yes, I, I I'm officially using cannabis as medicine, and it's 
It's the greatest thing. You mean you're officially legally using cannabis as medicine? Yes. I, I'm no longer a criminal anymore. You know what the weirdest thing about it is, is going to be driving around with weed in the car and not being totally paranoid about it. <laughs> that's yeah, not a like, thing that's... Or going to get your pickup order from the weed store. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I have a card for it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, there's no way I'm ever going to not be stressed out. With a car that smells saying, like the, really the good. The first weed. time you don't have to go to your drug dealer, it's good. It's the greatest thing. It's incredible. I, I, th- I think my drug dealer may have gotten arrested, so I, I don't Perfect think that's going to be a problem. <laughs> that sucks. That's the worst. Yeah, Flashback um, to Adam's drug dealer getting himself arrested because he can't he can't take the breakup. <laughs> no, he's my best yeah. customer. <laughs> Just hey, crying cool in the rain. Dude. I I am gonna miss him wherever he is. He's been ghosting me. Hopefully, no. he's fine. <laughs> He knows. Uh, yeah, maybe he just broke up with you. Yeah, he's he doing knows. fine, yeah. but he knows that you were cheating uh, on him. He's follow. He follows me on Twitter. It turns out. Yeah, yeah exactly. He, he knows you've been cheating on him with the federal government of all people, <laughs> <laughs> or the state government rather, because it's still not legal federally. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need to get y'all excited. It's late. Um. We're speaking of which, soon. you know, I, while we're on the subject, if anyone has any spare change, donate it to the last pres- last prisoner project. Of uh, they're trying to, uh, you know de-incarcerate every single person that's been arrested for weed so, yeah I, it, they just the did other that thing in New York. Too, like the other yeah. side of this coin is like now now that i have my legal cannabis card and i can i can speak a little more freely about it now i'm an activist like fucking pour it on <laughs> yeah i remember saying that story they did that in new york which is probably a lot of fucking people it, yeah. yeah it's a shitload <laughs> and also uh the thing that i'm not sure if it was the law in new york but i'm pretty sure it's federal law that um federal prisoners cannot vote so when you take an entire population of people that might smoke or sell a little bit of weed and take away their right to fucking vote that changes their political landscape pretty significantly yeah, it so. makes it real hard to pass legislation exactly and it makes it yeah it, it, and the people that smoke weed are probably you're also your political opposition if you're a dickhead so you know <laughs> Right, and it, sm- smoking weed has always been a like, thing that uh, that well-off white people have never had to worry about. Oh yeah, and that's yeah, the like, shitty thing. They can they can fucking do yoga in the park and smoke a little weed, and it's fine. But yeah, yeah, they would do. Yeah, <laughs> I can I can talk shit on y'all because I don't smoke weed only because I physically can't because I lose my mind. I go crazy. Uh, and you have I'm to actually- spend the rest of the time chasing him around with a net. <laughs> <laughs> get the net get in the net <laughs> um, but yeah I'm actually my mom also just got her weed card and uh, desperately needs it for like pain management and shit and sleeping like she just has so many ailments that she needs it treated for and like now can't get fired from her job for it so that's yeah. fucking sick um, but I'm, I'm about to go down there sometime in the next month or two and I know she's gonna try and get me to smoke or like eat weed again and it's just gonna be another day I'm just like I know I told you this sucks this Although, is so what I <laughs> I'm really excited about when when you use weed to treat anxiety and you're buying it on the black market, you're flipping a coin because you're going <laughs> you're going this is either going to really help with my anxiety yeah. or it's going to put a megaphone up to it and make it 10 times. Yeah, that's worse. the key. You got to get shit that can actually help you, but so like na- now I can I can roll into a dispensary and be like this is the exact like, you know, configuration of cannabinoids that my brain needs. They're going to talk to you for a while. They're going to do some calculation. They're going to give you some shit. And like, yeah, try this. That didn't work. All right, well, at least you got high. And then you could try this one next time. See if that helps. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, see, that's my problem is like even the shit that's supposed to be like the most mellow of mellow just like makes my brain all scramblies and it's not fun. Yeah. It's not it's not a good time. That's just not for me, which is uh, unfortunate. I wish it was. I, I wish mean, that, I that's that's medicine in general. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I know. Yeah. And now I, I because of it, I'm on like regular ass Zoloft and that's not as much fun the fuck i can't smoke zoloft you try i can't be cool and and it's funny because the conversation i had (laughs) with my doctor was i i I said like i've been apprehensive to get treated for anxiety because i don't want to end up on zoloft or ativan yeah i'd much rather just use cannabis yeah no that's fair i would if i could that's i'm I'm jealous of you congratulations you could be cool and just like (laughs) snort your zoloft if you want to be cool (laughs) break it up and do that yeah, mm. no, that sounds like a great idea. Mm. I'm and sure. It, it, well, it gets to your brain faster because it's so close. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you have to. It goes all the way down and then it has to come back up. Like it's it's much more efficient. Yeah, that's how medicine works. It's exactly oh how God. it's that's science, guys. N- next thing you're gonna see me on like the Citizen app, like like uh, uh, assaulting people with scissors because I snorted Zoloft for some reason. Yeah, you turned into a bath salt zombie. Yeah, who knows yeah. what that would do to your fucking brain? Jesus yeah. Christ! Oh, it turns out that when you snort Zoloft, it's just PCP. Great. Yeah, awesome. like it can't be. It makes you indestructible. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 in that case, now I'm down. now I'm nostalgic for when people thought actual zombies were existed because that guy in bath salts ate that dude also fun fact that guy wasn't on bath salts there was uh this toxicology report was clean that guy was huh. just eating people yeah no that's there's a couple people Florida. that were on drugs that did that sh- like pcp shit I, i'm salts. talking specifically that about guy? the guy in miami the bath salts guy in miami and he was yeah it was the, it was a urban legend that he was on bath salts he did eat a guy's face totally i i like sober. that the urban legend is the thing is the the he was on drugs yeah, yeah, that's the urban legend part because Florida does not fuck around well, you can't in any dis- way, shape, or form. You can't dispute that that guy no longer has a face. Like, <laughs> I can't. That's that a is, fact you cannot say. That is no, a fact I don't that think happened. he does. No, look, dude, it's like I don't care what was in his toxicology report. He ate a guy's face. Yeah, either he's fucked up in the head. I and do care because help. he was sober. Yeah, how do you do that some sober? Do you need, he needs some help. Depends well, maybe on... maybe he needs some drugs in his system. Yeah, maybe, maybe if he had drugs in his toxicology report, he'd be... Uh... Yeah, maybe the lack of drugs was the problem. <laughs> it was so crazy, he ate someone's face from lack of drugs. <laughs> Withdrawals are a bitch, man, you know? Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, he just got finished doing all of his drugs two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anywho, so, Anywho. So comic books. Yeah. So Speaking of people who eat I have no people, transition. I don't know. I got nothing. I have no transition. D- now that we're done talking about, you know. Crimes. My medical history. <laughs> Sorry I like called you out, but also like you can't be coy after you've talked about weed He's going to edit all of it out. He's going <laughs> to edit the no whole intro. He's going to edit the whole thing out. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when we didn't have an intro. The intro is Adam going comics. <laughs> so yeah, so comics. It's like the the theme music is still fading out. <laughs> don't censor me, Adam. Don't censor me calling you out. This is yeah. Bullshit. Don't don't censor you talking about my medical prescriptions. <laughs> I'm just following suit. You've been talking about your medical prescription to weed for I 72 know, I episodes. I, just, not I was apprehensive of episodes. doing it on such a public forum, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, I did it on Twitter. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. You already put it on Twitter, so everyone knows already. Uh, all right. So 
I've got yeah, I've got no good transition for this. I've got, got I got uh, a book about crime and bad people. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I, I got nothing. I got crazy uh, people. Maybe we can go with crazy people. Acid. Um. Yeah. Uh. Beautiful reckless fly. friend of <laughs> reckless friend of the devil. Book two in the reckless series by Ed Brubaker, Sean Phillips, and colors by Jacob Phillips. If you recall from uh, the first time we talked about reckless, it was a uh, it's a pulp. You know, a graphic novel series from uh, from the criminal dudes, and Ethan Reckless is an ex FBI uh, undercover agent who was trying to get in with like leftist, like anti uh, uh, Vietnam War like uh, activists, and yeah. his he fell in love and said like maybe the government sucks, maybe maybe this war is bad. Oh shit, am I a hippie now? And then. As he was starting to get into that, uh, his the love of his life's brother blowed him up, and now he's got brain damage. Um, <laughs> and is sure. just and is kind of a sociopath. He doesn't have like emotions really, and now he's just kind of a fixer. And he lives in a movie theater. That's that's their boy Ethan Reckless in a small nutshell. If you didn't read the first book. Um, <laughs> so this second book starts out with him investigating a, a different crime and or investigating like a missing person. It's a dude that would just went AWOL on his own family and like reinvented himself. And in the process of doing that research, he meets this woman uh, who he kind of starts a, a romantic fling with and becomes smitten. Yeah, they are very smitten, and and it's this, like, perfect, like, he knows it can't last very long because they're writing this perfect balance of, like, they both clearly have shit that they don't want to talk about, and they're just, like, not talking about it, and they're just enjoying each other's company and surfing and fucking, and it's great. And he's the happiest he's been since his brain got all scramblies. Um, so, they're watching a movie in said theater, some, like, B-horror flick he's never heard of. And uh, well, he was buying up a bunch. Of, yeah, he was just buying up. It was like a grab bag movie. He was just buying. Yeah, exactly. Random just like random, random reels. Yeah. yeah. And uh, his uh, I can't remember her name. Um, Lynn, I think. Lynn. Yeah. So so Lynn is watching the movie and then just flips the fuck out. She's like, holy shit. That's my sister. So we come to find out that the thing she's been holding back is that her sister has been missing for like eight years and she went off to Hollywood to be a star and then just kind of went AWOL. And by the time they started investigating her as like a missing persons, the trail was like super cold. So like basically they she got written off and Ethan's like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll investigate that for you. And then everything goes bad and worse. It just gets <laughs> worse. Every time he un- unveils something, it's just it's this like spiral of just bullshit that just keeps going she down. She gets crazy. Yeah, it does. So, like, he realizes that she was kind of in with this, like, um, movie producer guy who had, like, sex parties at his house and, like, you know, basically kept chicks around to, like, liven the party. Come to find out it was a cult as it is. Oh, as it, it always is. Yeah, why can't we just have a nice, cool party house? Why has it always got to be a cult? <laughs> well, I mean, it's the fucking seventies, bruh. Because they get bored of that shit. You gotta do some. Yeah. Wild, you gotta do something crazier. Just yep. Coke and fucking all the time. You know, it gets boring. Yeah, I no, guess it could get boring. You gotta, after you gotta while. make <laughs> packs with the devil so you can keep it going. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, you gotta liven that shit up. Also, like just headfuls of acid always. You it's know, just, helps oh, so much drugs. So much fucking acid. So yeah. So on these headfuls of acid, they start to fall for the uh, BS of the cult leader. 
uh, and they, they start making satanic packs. Come to find out, spoiler alert, that dude is a Nazi. And not, not only is he, like, currently a Nazi skinhead, he was a for real, for real Nazi? Who like like for real for real for real for real Nazi? So for like real, went down to so went down to South America and like reinvented himself and then figured that the you know the heat was off and he just went to San Francisco and just started a or San Diego rather and just started a fucking cult. Mm. Yep. The audacity of these fucking Nazis. <laughs> these fucking Nazis, man. Um, but yeah, I thought that was an interesting twist because you know it was a person that was able to command people with like his weird presence and his weird, you know, it, it, it's just a God complex. And he just shifted, you know, from, from it being one horrible thing to a different horrible thing. Come to find out that the sex cult, uh, was also murderous and he would just convince these girls to just kill themselves for him. Or he would kill, kill people just to keep it quiet. And yeah, bodies start piling up. Turns out there is a film of the, the sister just dying on camera, just getting stabbed, and just oh my god! So that's a bummer for their relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jeez, I think he puts it's like yeah, no matter what, I'll always be the person that showed her that. Yeah, so you it's can't. Like, it's, it's not gonna work. Can't come back from not that. Work and he, out great. every every time he like unveils a new clue, and there's like just another dead body. He's like, oh, this isn't gonna go good, huh? There's just no, <laughs> just no happy ending for me and Lynn in this, is there? Um, but yeah, it was really cool. There was a lot of really cool character development with uh, this girl and with, um, you know, like, like it, setting it firmly in like 1986 gives it like a totally different vibe than the last one. You know, like it's, it's still a snapshot. You don't really need to have read the first one to read this one. Um, like the only thing is like every now and then he'll just be like, oh, yeah, this is the happiest I've been since before th- the explosion and you're just like what since like, i cut brain damage yeah exactly and like so he'll just drop like little cryptic lines like that and that's the only thing that you need to have read the first book for otherwise it's a completely new story and stands alone on its own it's uh it's fucking sick it's got some good twists and some good it's good it's very straight a very straightforward private eye type book very very less like very criminal like this is yeah, like yeah, the that- most criminal one that he they've done like outside of that actual run. Like this yeah. feels like it would slot right into that series. For sure. Yeah, cuz like the first one was like twist and like oh the federal government. Oh, and the you know, spies, cocaine cartels double and spies. Oh wait, still the government because it's cocaine. <laughs> like it's like you know, it was playing that game back and forth and this one is just like oh, let me let me just track down this person. Oh, she was in a Nazi death cult. Got it. Yeah, and 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 Casey, you and I like both got excited for this book when we found out about it because it was like it's got like skinheads and, and Nazis in it. We're like, oh, or skinheads and uh, Satanists, Satanists in it, and we're like, oh, well, you know, we both relate to to either Bear- of those things. Yeah. And then it ended up being the bad kind of skinheads and the bad <laughs> kind of Satanists, and ba- right? and barely yeah. of both. Yeah, <laughs> just absolute bullshit, like fucking propaganda against. The good skinheads and the good Satanists <laughs> that do exist. Yeah, not all not skinheads a- are Nazis, and yeah. virtually no Satanists want to eat babies and murder. I'm going to say zero. Because hey, really, way to put a target on your back. If you do want to eat a baby, you're not also going to double down and be a Satanist, because then people are going to think that you want to eat babies. No Satanists want to eat babies. Just, Just calling it now. Don't deal in absolutes, man. That way, you got no margin for error there. Because if there's one, now you're a liar. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. 
Fair enough. You got to protect we, yourself, too. Like that we, guy we who did. doesn't want to get hit by bullets but wears a giant Target suit. It's like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> don't, no, I don't want to get shot, but why do you have a Target? Yeah, but it's why are you tempting. dressed like a Target? <laughs> why, why do you have that big shining beacon above your head saying, please shoot me? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, this it, it was sick. It's uh, <laughs> it's, it's very good. This is again, Brubaker Phillips. It doesn't matter. I'm picking it up. It they're so it's so good, so good. Yeah, it is uh, a great team. Yeah, I I feel like I have like everything that they have at this point. I just can't get enough of it. But it had Satanists in it, so it had to be Casey's pick. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you, you called dibs because it had skinheads and Satanists in it, and then it and you were had disappointed. barely any of the two. <laughs> and then it was just the bad kind. That's man. what you get. That's what you get for um, not honoring previous dibs. I will say his punk assistant was wearing a Fred Perry through the whole issue, so I think Dude. that was a little nod to like, hey, look, she might also be kind I kinda, of skin. I kind of want the punk assistant to have like her own book. Oh, yeah, for She's sure. She's pretty dope. She is fucking she, great. She was in this a bit more and kind of like was in the background pushing the story along, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. I have a Fred Perry shirt that I look very silly in. Because <laughs> you don't see, see guys that look like me in Fred Perry shirts very often. That's not true. Every time I go to a wedding, uh, every every like gutter punk has one Fred Perry at least. To like be presentable to go to a wedding. Yeah, or that something. that's that's what that shirt yeah. serves for me. Yep. Yeah. No, I've met a bunch of you. It's yeah, fine. I just mean this this I've basic ass polo. <laughs> this basic ass polo is how you look presentable. Well, it's expensive. So, so that's, for, that's for no. It also looks no really. They they famously look very slimming on kind of chubby dudes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the. They make you look like you got muscles. Yeah. Gotcha. It's one of those yeah. shirts. Yep. All right, I'm gonna buy a couple real quick. this is not a paid advertisement for fred perry (laughs) how funny would that be if we had that kind of oh my god if fred perry wants to sponsor us please (laughs) i cannot afford those (laughs) (laughs) all right then you want me to talk about comics now I do. No, like that's only, a segue. Yeah. Only, if you, only if you want. All right. Uh, I have Harley Quinn number two by Stephanie Phillips, Riley Rosmo, and Ivan Placentia. Um, this, this issue was, was great. Um, so good. So good. Uh, it opens with Mayor Nakano kind of talking about how our, uh, Gotham keeps getting destroyed by villains over and over again. So. They need to do something, and their plan is to, uh, from what we saw from last issue, which is uh, exonerate Doctor Hugo Strange and have him. uh, He's like taking people that are supposed to be clowns. He's supposed to rehabilitate. Yeah, who's a clown? It's like, yeah, this he doesn't have the best track record with doing any of those things. No, but then he also just like snatches people, like random people, off the street, and just like the guy's like, I'm not a clown. I swear, and he's like, yeah. Well, you know, you, you live in Gotham, and like Gotham's all kind of bad, so like you're still guilty. And I, and I got my own shit. I'm going. I don't uh, give a fuck if you're a clown. Also, <laughs> last issue, he was like in Arkham type yeah. like cell, and they're just yeah. like, yeah, you're you work with the government now. It's like, oh, we're putting a total psychopath in charge of our task force. Absolutely, I mean, yeah. you know, it it plays hand in hand with what we're I, getting I, with I, the magistrate. But I thought that's what they were going towards, but they went the 
to Hugo it, you Strange know, route so far. In any other reality, I would say this is preposterous, but I've lived through the past five years, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> say that this is un, out of the realm of possibility. Fair <laughs> yeah. enough. We we have had a total psychopath in charge of things for a while. Yeah. The yeah, the yeah, way yeah. the the scene is structured is like uh, Strange giving a uh, speech on TV as Harley watches, and she's like. Well, what the what the fuck is this? I I'm a I'm also a psychiatrist that is you know trying to help the clowns, but <laughs> yeah. like that was my thing. Yeah. Why are you trying to take my and, thing? You know they're giving hit, uh, strange like a whole like you know funding and like everything, and she's like, well, what, what the hell? I, I'm just getting kicked around the whole city, <laughs> and she gets ki- she's like in a Starbucks and like yelling at the TV and gets kicked out of the Starbucks. <laughs> Yeah, like you need to leave. And they're like, like, "Well, I I, get my." It's like he's not even apologizing. You begin apologizing by saying, "I'm sorry. I'm the one who's apologized today." (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. I wrecked your coffee shop. See, I'm the only one who's apologized. She just just looks defeated. Um, and then she runs into Kevin, who who brought her coffee because she didn't get a chance to get coffee, and it's adorable. Well, she threw it at. Well, she also threw it at the TV. Um, she was in the no, coffee got, shop. I think she, she threw someone coffee. else's coffee. She was wow. in the coffee shop, and then they kicked her out. Because she's like, because I didn't she... even get a chance to get my mocha with extra. Yeah, because because they, they started throwing. She started throwing shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so there's this nice conversation that him, her, and Kevin have, where uh, Kevin is like having this flashback because they end up in this building that's like burnt out, and Kevin has this flashback of him being part of the Joker gang. And he's the one who lit that building on fire. But oh, Kevin just succumbing to some very serious peer pressure, yeah. man. Like, and he us. he like yep. lit the building on fire, but he didn't know someone was in there. So, yikes! <laughs> yeah, um, big ol' yikes! And then like he stops to be like, oh shit, there's someone in there, and the rest of the gang is just like, get the fuck out of here, and we're not gonna be there to help you. Fuck you. And just like, Dang, yeah. Right. And then Kevin, so Kevin's talking about to Harley. He's like, you know, I'm the one that burned this building. How do you? How do you be good? It's like you've, uh, you know, you work with Batman. You used to go with, you used to run with the Joker and everything. It's like, how, uh, how can you be a hero? And um, Harley's like, well, I mean, you know, I'm, I was, I was a terrible person. I kidnapped the mayor's wife and my hyenas ate her Pomeranians. <laughs> it's like, you know, uh, if I, if I can do it, you know, there's hope for you. Um, it's, it's adorable. I love it. Uh, and then they, they end up going into the, the, uh, a building. It's like an abandoned, um, thrift store. Yeah. And, uh, then goes to Hugo, who is like, uh, doing whatever he's doing to people. But yeah, like Casey said, the, uh, the guy wasn't actually a clown and he just was, experimenting on him for no reason mm-hmm. he's like i don't i don't care and uh then he gets a notice that harley um that his like henchmen know where harley is so he sent them and that's kind of where they leave off of uh harley escaping the the goons and uh telling them to shove it you know <laughs> yep <laughs> this poor kevin guy man i know like, right but i like the dynamic He's he's a cool yeah. character and I like Harley's, you know, mission to help people. 
Yeah. So. It's also like really hard to rehabilitate when you've got that neck tattoo, man. Yeah. yeah. That's that was a poor like, decision. He has to get that many whole like, poor decisions. He has to get that whole like second chin waddle thing removed. That whole like Yeah, or just start growing a beard. George Lucas. But then thing he's gotta have a good. neck beard. And and like you know, like uh tattoo removal like lasers are like more painful than the tattoo in the first place so like he's just got a, a mess of start buying yeah. a shitload of turtlenecks guys yeah <laughs> yeah but trying to squeeze that neck into a turtleneck good lord that would be point. a lot I mean, he needs some, like like some fred perry turtlenecks so <laughs> like a bandana Something. I just I really like at one point like when the when the orderly show up uh, her line it's like oh please my my mother may have created some developmental issues via childhood trauma that I'm still tr- struggling to process but at least she taught me better than to go with some deranged hospital orderlies with electrified cattle prods I'm not an idiot <laughs> <laughs> like what a good line <laughs> yes, Stephanie's voice for Harley is so good and oh yeah I love the uh, you know she doesn't forget how smart Harley is and. Uh, right, able to see yeah. kind of just how much of a 3D character she is. Yeah, it's it's the perfect amount of humor with um like wittiness with like you know, like you know what I mean. It's it's not just like Deadpool with some boobs. Yeah. Like it's you know like it's actually it's the she has her own voice. characterization that the Birds of Prey movie nailed too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Detective Comics. Number uh, 1035. More Batman. More Batman. We did it. Even more Batman. (laughs) Uh, So this is by Mariko Tamaki, Dan Mora, and Jordi Belair. First thing I want to say is this book is absolutely fucking gorgeous. Yeah, the art in this is just dumb. Fantastic. It's just how good it is. (laughs) want more of it. Uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so we get we get some like uh some real good detectivizing detecting batman detects <laughs> batman detects book. some things detective the comic the comic book. what should we call that <laughs> what should we call that <laughs> what should we bat call clues. good detective work starring batman i've got bat clues <laughs> I so got bat clues so at the at the end of the last issue uh one of bruce wayne's neighbors goes missing so this is uh, Batman trying to track down where she is and uh, what happened to her. The end. No. Uh, <laughs> her, her daddy's a crime boss. Yeah, like her dad's, a, her dad's like this lunatic crime boss. Is he a crime boss? I thought so. Well, he, he paid for half of Gotham. I thought which, he was like, just so old did, money. Oh. Well, yeah, he's old money yeah. and like so was Thomas Wayne. But the thing is, you know, with the exception of Thomas Wayne, who is fictional, in the real world, old money is always evil as fuck. Like, without fucking exception. So this is just a regular old money guy who's evil as fuck. I don't think he's technically Bobby bossy, but like... I thought he was. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you definitely get some criminal vibes, but that's because he's old money. His name is Worth. I mean, he's like... Isn't he like (laughs) vowing to get whoever... Yeah, because he can pay for it with his old money. Oh, yeah, well, he's demanding right. it from the mayor, basically. Oh. I think yeah, he, yeah. Since, since, he, since he has that money, he can just basically tell the government to do whatever the fuck he wants. Like, So he doesn't actually need to be a mob boss to get that kind of shit done. He's more dangerous than a mob boss. He kind of looks honestly. like if the penguin didn't have the penguin uh, like 
shtick and was normal sized. And like has Craven the Hunter vibes. Yeah. Yeah. This dude looks like he's bad news, even if he wasn't a huge piece of shit. <laughs> On the cover, he's like very threatening. He's yeah. like two times the size of batman yeah. on the cover yeah like, what is happening with the, with he, the perspective maybe he's here? got grow powers it's like kingpin with a mustache yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh ba- batman does some cool surveillance like starts listening in on all of the the major police and emergency channels and picks up um a message from i guess some like public works guys who are like hey one of the one of the manhole covers is damaged. And he's like, well, that's near my house. I guess I got to go down into the sewer. And he's like, I picked this house because it has, I was able to make a tunnel that connects into Gotham sewers so I can just lurk around in the sewer. And we know that's where he's keeping his caves. Teenage Mutant Ninja Batman. (laughs) (laughs) He's got himself a sewer layer. (laughs) Middle-aged Ninja Batman. (laughs) So, of, of course, Batman being Batman, he finds, before anyone else, the body of his neighbor in this, like, gruesome yeah. hose in the sewer, which is pretty fucked up. And then the cops show up, and they're like, stop Batman, and then just totally fuck up the crime scene. Well, yeah, and then they kind of talk about it. So this is Batman getting caught at a crime scene twice, crime scene twice now, so, yeah. like, he's getting a little sloppy. But then they kind of talk about, like, they're very clearly trying to cover some shit up. Oh, yeah. There's a huge cover-up. Because then, like, the next day, someone orders that tunnel to just be filled with concrete. Yeah. Forever sealing whatever evidence may be found. So, probably the mayor's involved, or maybe some peace. This is how they get... This is how he's trying to get the peacekeeper nonsense. Who knows? But it seems like there's some shady shit going down. And they have like this rush funeral for her and her dad is, Mm. you know, an absolute lunatic about it. I mean, filling the entire tunnel with concrete just screams of something is fucked up. Yeah, that's not something you just do. You don't fossilize (laughs) poop for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) I also do want to point out, I know that they're in a sewer, but in the page in which they are like showing that they're filling that tunnel with concrete there's a couple different panels where it's focused on the like brown sludge behind them yeah. which sure could be poopy water also clayface Ooh, oh, no don't put clayface in there yeah don't put clayface and poopy water where some you don't know also don't, don't mix know. a whole bunch of concrete with clayface it'll make them all statue no he's like behind the guys that are doing the concrete line you, like have you yeah, seen this no i, I yeah, have you seen this page, about this page 19 i'm looking at it i hope yeah. it's i I think maybe it could be Clayface. It just, it just seems like interesting panel placement. So I was like, haven't seen him hmm. for a while. We haven't seen him for a he, while. Because he bounced, he left town in Tynan's um, And like, it's entirely possible that he's like not like to blame here, but he's just in the sewer. So he's just like, hey, Batman, I saw uh, some shit go down. It's that guy. He's yeah, like, I don't know, man. Know. I think that's just doo-doo water. It could be. It's doo-doo could face. Not be. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I don't. Wow, okay. In, I don't think he's in Gotham anymore. At least not right like that we know of. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, because he they they made a big point of him leaving in Detective. I also lost track of who this other guy was that Batman found in the street who was just full of rage. Was that just a random? That's, oh, it's his. That's her wife. His, that, her that, husband. That's, sorry, oh. that's her husband. <laughs> sorry, yeah. I yeah. used the wrong words. Because <laughs> <laughs> he has to like 
put him away. <laughs> yeah, well, he's he's on some type of rage drug. He's, yeah, he's like, clearly being drugged by somebody. Yeah, because like, Batman's like, yo, uh, yeah, clearly you're fucked up and clearly you're grieving, but this is like more than grief. This is like blind rage. Like, yeah. this is... Yeah, yeah, so something's I, going on with there's him. There's a really cool page of him having the tripping balls. Which well, I wonder is if good. it's that new Poison Ivy type character that they've introduced. Oh, the gardener? Yeah. Yeah, because there's all like yeah. these mushrooms and shit in the background. Yeah, I wonder if that's part of... I don't know. I don't know. Be. It's, it's just, just another another instance of psilocybin in a book that we've read <laughs> that's like but this, in this no is the way what psilocybin is like. And we also get a Huntress appearance. Yeah, we do. And back backup story, I think. Yep. Yeah, yeah, there is a, a Huntress backup story. The backup story was it's real so sad. It's so good. Huntress is one of my favorite characters. Yeah. That shit was a bummer. But yeah. the, this this issue ends with uh, Bruce back home, like on on his street, and s- sees the woman he just found dead in the sewer walking around, all like a zombie-like. Zombie. So, but with no concrete. Fucking, so fucking zombies, man. Well, maybe it's Clayface. Who knows? <laughs> oh no so this book's got it's everything got, it's like, got batman glowing. it's got zombies yeah. it's got detectives <laughs> uh she's got glowing blue eyes also so i don't know what the fuck that's about yeah not yeah. not great for anybody probably yep. <laughs> yeah uh, so that's uh that's detective comics I've been I've been enjoying this. Um, having been away from Batman for so long and jumping in on just this last couple issues of Detective, it's awesome. This book is fucking great. Yeah, yeah, and it's a good jumping in point. Yeah, I just jumped kind of back in. I was reading the Tom King run, but I kind of fell off the other Bat books. But I kind of went all in when Tynan with the Detective. And I caught that, caught up with that, and then his Batman. It's all great. It's all worth checking out, and it's it's still great now that you know. We have a he's he's writing Batman full time and now we got um Tabaki on Detective and now we have two great books instead of just one great book. <laughs> well, three as a perfect transition to your book. Sean. Oh yeah, my, we have another Bat book. Which we talked about the backup story. This is Robin number one by uh Josh Williamson and Gleb Meldikov. Uh so this is Robin going to find the League of Lazarus tournament. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mortal Kombat. It's, it, it's better than the Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, <laughs> nice. Hot take. It's Anything is better than the Mortal Kombat movie. It's not hard to do. Um, so it kind of opens up with them all talking about Damien. And it's like, as soon as we uh, met him, like we knew he was going to be a pain in the ass. <laughs> like it was like, you know, it was like looking into a mirror as Bruce talking. It's like, yeah, this was definitely my kid. And it's going to, this is going to be a problem because he's entitled as shit. Um, <laughs> but then the, it's everyone in the kind of the back family looking for him. Cause he's just like disappeared. So, and this is a kid that's been trained by the League of Assassins and Batman. Like, if you don't, if you just want to be found, you ain't finding him. Like, just he'll he'll let you know. Yeah, it's best he'll to just let, let him go. He'll come back. And it, yeah, and it cuts to him um, in a ring with with a very large man with a snake tattooed on his chest, um, <laughs> basically saying, "I'm gonna beat the shit out of you." And it's obviously, Damien, it's King the uh, the King Snake. That is correct. Yeah. Um, and basically, 
he just toys with them the entire time and basically just doesn't say a word and eventually just says your tattoo is stupid and just <laughs> knees him in the face and get, knocks him out. I love how like he has an entire like villain speech throughout the course yeah. of this fight and and Damien's like not even he's like I'm not playing this. I, I, I don't even care. I'm only here to beat you so I finally get an invite to your stupid tournament. Like it's literally the only reason. I like how he's just like really nonchalantly moving out of the way of his punches and kicks yeah. like he's barely trying yep <laughs> um so eventually and then once he finally gets the coin he there's another family that asks him for money and he's like yeah finally i got my coin and he throws a bunch of money so damien doing his good deed for the day which is nice <laughs> and he gets on the ship as every uh great tournament movie there's everyone gets on the same boat or something to go where they're gonna fight obviously to, to the mortal combat island yeah to the there's to a the bunch of enter the dragon there's island. a bunch of really good uh well like king snake and some of the other characters a bunch of uh good throwbacks from the like first robin solo series yeah and they're, they're all talking about how they got there and it's like they all cheated because <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course they did what a bunch of jerks yeah, and then they show up on Lazarus Island, and there's just your who's who of just villains and fighters and, and get stuff to see like Rose. that. She's great, Ravager. Yeah, and a new Deathstroke. <laughs> I, I like. Yeah, what, the, what like is respawn. the deal? With- <laughs> and he says, "Nice copyright infringement." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which I thought was hilarious. He does have two eyes, so we know it's not uh, whatever the hell his name. It's is. like a cross between Harley and Deathstroke. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So Daredevil, the color scheme, or not Daredevil? Uh, oh, fuck! Deadpool, Deadpool. Deadpool. <laughs> I'm out of. So it eventually, uh, they get the they get the host speech from Mother Soul, just saying, "Here's the tournament." And Damien's just like, "Fuck this! Let's fight." I'm tired of you guys talking. I'm Robin. You guys who know who I am, let's fucking do this. <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, all right, fine." Yeah, and like he kind of wanted to like eat dinner, or whatever yeah. first, but okay, I guess we'll do this. Uh, and then someone called Flatline comes up to challenge him. Um, I like her outfit. Going to throw it out there. Yeah. I, she had a, there's a great line. Robin's like, I was trained by, by some of the greatest fighters to ever live. Um, and Flatline's like, well, I was trained, trained by the greatest fighters to ever die. So I don't. So I learned from their mistakes. I'm like, that's pretty, that's pretty good. <laughs> you um, got me. So Robin, yeah. <laughs> taking a very nonchalant like he just did the first fight. Um, and then he tries to do his flying knee kick. It gets <laughs> it gets blocked. And then Flatline um, comes back with his heart in her hand. <laughs> she flatlined him. And it's yeah. like, um, all right, well, Robin number one, series over, because he doesn't have a heart anymore. Series uh, <laughs> over? Seems like he should have like listened to the rules. Cause... But also, <laughs> I'm assuming, since they're on Lazarus Island, they're just yeah. going to throw him in a fucking Lazarus pit. Sure, yeah. but So like... everyone gets three lives in this tournament? <laughs> this exactly. is Mortal Kombat. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. But good. Which I think it's, a, yeah, he should have listened, and also kind of amazing that... Damien is one of those characters I've always loved him, but like he definitely needs to get his ass kicked. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to get taken down a peg a couple times. Well, getting his heart ripped out thirty seconds into. I mean, a he fight, did die once, and again. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, and again, yeah, again, yeah. Right died a couple of times. He's yeah, just quitting like choir yeah. at this point. <laughs> yeah, he just doesn't learn the right lesson. That's the problem. He never learns the right lesson. <laughs> but this is great. I think we we talked about the backup story a couple weeks ago that popped up, and now this That's is the like comic it's coming out of. Yeah, it's um yeah I I dug this one. I thought it was really cool. I thought the art was really 
uh, really good. The action was awesome. S- some new characters, some recurring like old th- characters that we've seen before, like RJ was saying. But it's also just nice to have like you have the the bad books all set in Gotham, and then you kind of have like Robin off doing his own thing in kind of like a more fantastical, yeah, uh, swashbuckling esque. His costume adventure. design is pretty dope too. I like his yeah. this new Robin design. It's really cool. It's awesome. Kind of sets him apart from like Red Robin. And, I, I do and also Drake really like uh, this. Isn't a criticism, but I just thought it was funny. Like when they're on the boat and they're like, "Is that kid who I think it is?" And it's like, "Yeah, it, he's dressed like Robin." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not no, that different it's fine. than Robin's regular. No, I think like, it's, it's great. <laughs> he changed the color scheme a little bit, yeah. but otherwise, it's very <laughs> obviously he's still Robin. Burt Ward. You know, like. yeah, it was great. I thought it was said a lot about like the character, uh, like the type of character, like people that were on the ship. It's like, yeah, of course it's Robin. Like, what are you like? Everyone knows he this. also mentions he's 14 i was like i don't remember him being that young but i guess yeah well yeah when he first goes to like brute he's like 12 like he's like a a actual child i always think of him as being like nine or ten but he's been yeah (laughs) yeah 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 he's very young because he's but again like he's he's fucking damien so he's much older than that as far as fighting but he's just so tiny (laughs) he is very tiny he's just a little boy He's just, yeah, he's an actual boy. <laughs> well, now he's but, dead, so... Yeah, well, we don't have to talk about him anymore. Wow. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think it's cool we meet a new character and then he they immediately rip our yeah. heart out. It's fucking awesome. But anyway, yeah, this is fun. Loving the Bat... Great addition to the Bat Book family at this point. That's how I'm looking at it. Well, speaking of DC character mortality... Wow. Damn, we are crushing DC this week. Yep. I don't know why I said character so weird just then, but I don't know. <laughs> but I appreciate the segue, nevertheless. Yeah. Uh I have Action Comics ten thirty by Philip Kennedy Johnson, Daniel Sampere, and Adriano Lucas. Um this book is another uh book that is setting itself up from its future state. Uh title i don't know it's <laughs> all the so all these dc books are like we, we talked about it before how they're kind of gearing themselves towards where their future state selves uh were going so yeah but this book is awesome uh i'm hyped to finally <laughs> like superman again for a long time um so we see uh mongol on warworld and uh his like servants um that all like wrapped in chains on their arms and uh they're like pledging fealty to Mongol and then someone comes in and um dumps a bags at bag of heads all at Mongol's feet and it's all of Mongol's sons uh because Dang. it's kind of like the snark war that we talked about in Sword where Mongol oh keeps getting like usurped by family and um so he's like i give you a gift it's like here you go now 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 you can't no one's gonna kill you to take the throne um (laughs) you're welcome and the the guy like flips out is like you dare threaten mongols like no and mongols like it's fine this is a good gift. I love this. It's like, okay, well, <laughs> I love this. I, I love this, this. This is a really random reference, but uh, Sean, I know Sean will get it, maybe RJ, but like, y'all remember that episode of What We Do in the Shadows where they try to usurp the uh, 
the local town council yes. and and uh <laughs> he kills all the raccoons because the lady's like we gotta do something <laughs> about these raccoons and like he just murders all of them and leaves it on her stoop and then she freaks <laughs> out and he's like it was a gift <laughs> <laughs> i don't okay. understand these people but why it's, wouldn't you like that it's, it's, it's like when you're lessons. it's like when your cat leaves a dead mouse by your yeah. bedroom door but it's like <laughs> opening the bedroom door and going you. i love this <laughs> <laughs> This was a gift. This is what I will I've done cherish for you. this. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. You're such a good hunter. Yep, that's what Mongo does. That's you, exactly. You. <laughs> anyway, uh, the cloaked figure also goes. I got you a second gift, but um, I don't have it. I don't have it. It's uh, you know, Warworld has many secrets that you don't know about, and um, the key to unlocking them is Superman. Um, so then it cuts to. Soups and he's beating up robots because Bruce um, is scared. <laughs> he's a scared little baby. <laughs> but he's anyway, just a wuss. <laughs> anyway, Batman is worried that Superman is losing his powers because of the last two issues of action, um, and he says that the way Superman's powers fluctuating is like with radiation poisoning. And um, then he's like, you know, you need to talk to John about the Justice League. And then it uh, it cuts to John and Damien. Um, and John talks about how when he was in the future with the Legion, they know everything about Superman. They have all his accolades and everything recorded in history. But um, the mission they just went on is the last recorded mission of Superman. And then his history just stops. Uh, and that there's like a bunch of different theories as to what happened. Um, but everyone, the, the, like, the one thing that uh, John says he keeps thinking about is the fact that uh, it's recorded in history that uh, there's going to be Kryptonians that come. Uh, and then, and, and then, uh, John's like, you know, can, uh, do you want to talk about your dad? And Damien's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we talk about your, your problems with your dad. He's like, eh. I'm good. <laughs> He's like, I'm technically start? dead right now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, dude. I got my own shit to deal with. <laughs> um, oh, and then uh, it goes to Lois, and she's like uh, reading about Kryptonian culture uh, through text of Candor, and um, then Superman comes to uh, visit her, and uh, she's like, "Oh, how'd the test go?" And he's like, "It's fine." Bruce is worried, um, and then uh, he goes, "You know, you seem you don't seem worried though." It's like about you. It's like Smallville. I actually thought you were gonna die. I'd never be okay again. But I've been here so so many times. Not even actual death killed you. Uh, and then she goes, you're the only constant in my universe. And it's like, oh, it's adorable. Or no. in, in any universe. <laughs> um, and uh, then Calix interrupts them. And it's kind of like they're in a, a VR world. Um, and he says that there's, there's ships coming. And there's these war world ships that are invading. And uh, they're actually trying to blow each other up. And he hears this like mumbled um 
saying and he rips open the ship and it's uh the kryptonians that john was talking about um oh, shit yeah and and we know from the future state uh book that superman ends up on warworld for like decades trying to f- uh free people and he won't fight for himself he keeps trying to free everyone else that mongol is in prison and that uh, everyone on Earth kind of like starts f- uh, revering Superman kind of as like a, a religion sort of, but uh, they don't know if he's ever going to return because he's been gone for so long. Um, mm. So he's going to end up on Warworld and it's going to be dope. It's going <laughs> okay. to be really cool to see how um, it differs from the Future State book. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty interested right. about that. That'll be cool. Yeah. I I love uh, the art. It's the uh, artists of Future State Aquaman that we talked a lot about. How the art oh, was amazing. Yeah, yeah, that mm-hmm. was really cool. And um, his Superman is amazing. And uh, Philip Johnson's um, characterization for Superman is fantastic. It hits everything. The it hits the empathy engine. The uh, the powered badass, and you know, just everything works. It's his the key to Superman is his humanization and this nails it perfectly. So. Heck yeah. Well, I've got one more pick real quick before we should go on to the shout out. That was oh, four do, DC do books in a row, you guys. Yeah, it was, mm. man. <laughs> that's for sure a record here on uh, on the show. Yeah. That's, has that's, to be. D- DC is, has picked it up after friggin' Future State. They've just hit the ground running. Um, but not a DC book. Um, I have Berserker number two by Keanu Reeves, Matt Kent, Ron Garney, and Bill Crabtree. Uh, we get an origin story for our boy Keanu slash Berserker. We sure do. (laughs) Uh, yeah, it was really fun. It's essentially, he's starting to remember more. Uh, like he has this like story that he tells everyone about like his, the like creation or whatever, but the, the chick that's like trying to pull it out of him is like, no, 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 no. I can tell that you're remembering more. Like actually tell me the thing. Turns out he remembers his conception, <laughs> mm-hmm. and wow, it was be- so. His parents were in this village in the valley. Well, they were they were nomads, and then they they finally settled down. But they settled down in this valley where they were like really open to attack, and they didn't have any kind of weapons or like way to defend themselves. Um, so every year, the surrounding villages would just come together to like rape and pillage this one village. It's like. That sucks. Like the only thing all these surrounding villages can agree on is fuck those guys. Like that literally that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, so after like multiple years of this, the um, his parents basically say enough is enough, and the the mom comes up with like a some kind of uh, you know psychedelic concoction she prays with the gods baby yeah she prays and does some shrooms and then she astrally projects and fucks a god more psilocybin Uh, wow right right i mean maybe because while he's being interviewed the doctor is just like what was it what what herbs did she use and he's like i don't fucking know she's like maybe if we knew the area and he's like it was like multiple millennia ago. 80,000 years ago, yeah. bitch. I don't remember. And I was yeah, yeah, a baby. Yeah. yeah. Well, not even yet, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah of all the things I wouldn't want to remember, my own conception is at the very top of that list. Well, he sure. was he was not 
in there very long. No, uh, yeah, because then she's like, "How long were you in there?" And she's like, "He's like two moons." It's like Jesus Christ! That like, is he's a born hell of a pregnancy. Born yeah. in sixty days, and then is just like immediately a small child. Like he just grows at like astronomical rates, and then it's like. He's just a force of nature. He that's has like the just, hunger. He's just a fucking murder machine. He's a killing machine. He's a yeah. killing machine, and they just kind of have to point it at the right thing. So he just like accidentally kills like his teacher and stuff, and then like well, you know he's protecting somebody. Yeah, exactly. But he and just so, he just he just kills them anyway. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. At one point, like kids are playing a game, and he kills them because he just doesn't understand. That it's a game. <laughs> like Here everything I go is kill murder. It again. <laughs> oh <laughs> oh <exactly>. boy. Oh <laughs> no. Here I go kill Yeah, him. like at one point, like the target, they just put him in a pit with a bear and he just fucking punches its heart out and eats it. It's fucking yeah. crazy. He like rips a jaguar in half. Like, dude is yeah. just not fucking around. So yeah, they eventually like they get him a, a teacher to kind of like hone his skills and uh the the uh whatchamacallit comes back the the like rapers and pillagers come back and the the parents are like no 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 not yet you're too young and then he's like oh this is what i was made for all right never again so then the second time they come back he's like slightly old enough he's still a child but he's like an older child i guess he's holding a hammer the size of himself yeah and, and and a giant spear and he just fucking he just makes them all explode. It's another like four pages of just people just exploding, eviscerated. Like, yeah, he's just ripping people's jaws off and like killing other people with someone else's jaws. Just he, like I think he kicked someone's spine out. Yeah, I he did. At one he, point, yeah, um, you see like a full rib cage just burst out of someone's back. Punches through kicked. another guy's head because classic move. Yeah, I want to be in the writer's room for shit like this, like. Yeah, is it Keanu just going? Yeah, it's just Keanu going. Then I gotta rip this dude's heart out, and then I then I punch his fucking spine out, and then I take that dude's head and I fucking shove it down the other dude's eyeball. (laughs) Because I think he takes someone's fucking bones and shoves it into someone's eye. Uh huh. That's true. That's the thing that happens. Holy shit, dude! Um, And then Backhind is just like feverishly writing it all down. Yeah. And the the really fucked up part is at the end of that, uh, he's like, yeah, and, uh, the only thing I remember about that fight was, um, that was the last time I was ever happy. This <laughs> was like, good fucking lord, wow. my dude. Ouch. Wowee. That's what he was born to do, baby. Oh my god. So, yeah. And then, like, at one point, you know, he's, he's talking about, like, because she's, like, taking measurements or whatever, and he's like, I have been poked and prodded by every fucking civilization since the dawn of time, like... It's not going to do shit. Like, I, like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, well, you know, uh, the United States government thanks you for your service. And he's like, yeah, don't worry. I'm not going to defect. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Because I know that's what you're worried about. Like, fuck I off. Think I think he's like, care. yeah, <laughs> your, your country is just the latest in the long line of nations who love to war. Don't worry about it. I just need to fight. Like, he doesn't give a <laughs> shit. He yeah, just he needs just something picks, that's going to fight something. He picks the most bloodthirsty one at the time and just says, yeah. okay, I work for you now. Yeah, because they show him getting poked and prodded like throughout history. Like he's just uh, clearly, you know, just throughout time. Like people were just like, "Yeah, what the fuck's up with this kid?" (laughs) (laughs) And going on for thousands of years, even like back when he was still like living in more of a tribal area uh, environment. So yeah, yeah. shit's wild. It's crazy. The freaking action. I kind of thought that this was going to be one of those books where we just never figured out why he was immortal and it doesn't matter. But like, wow, right out the gate, he's like a demigod. Like, all right. Yeah. (laughs) 
He is cool. a living. He is a living weapon. He's just yeah. apocalypse. Yeah, he is. He is the uh, prayers answered from the gods for a weapon to destroy. Yeah, the end. That's yeah. Yeah, and that's it. That's all he is. Unfortunately, <laughs> no wonder he's so sad. sad yeah, he is a sad boy. <laughs> we'll sad. get him there. We'll 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 cheer him up. I don't know. I don't know if that's where that book goes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the only way to cheer him up is for him to finally die, I'm guessing. That's probably And then the he lives thing. happily ever after the end. <laughs> Issue four is he just gets a little plushy rabbit. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, he gets a cat. All right. I will love him and pet him and yeah. name him George. And then he pets its fur right off its body. It's a, it's a plushie, though. <laughs> it's fine. All right. Anyway, shout outs. Shout outs. Shout them out. Uh, I have. You got to do it loud. Uh, no. No. You got you to scream it because it's a shout out. No? All right. <laughs> uh, I got <laughs> Black Widow number six by Kelly Thompson, Rafael De La Torre, and Jordi Belair. Uh, Natasha gets her um, uh, wallet stolen. Groove back? You know, oh, no, it gets her wallet stolen. Got like it. Nightwing. Yeah. Oh, Just like going around. But oh, then she catches the person that steals her wallet and ends up giving her her wallet anyway because she's got a tracker in it. Um, just like in Nightwing. Like, just like Nightwing. That's so nice. <laughs> and then uh, she tracks the person into a raid-esque building that she has to fight her way through. Nice. Oh, no. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so just Tuesday for Black Widow, yeah. right? The yeah. book is just... It's really pretty fight scenes, and I love I love it. I just like calling it raid esque. Yeah, well, you know, it's synonymous with fighting it's, yourself it, up a flight of building of yeah, floors. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah, at this I point, know, as soon as he I said like that, I knew exactly as, what he meant. I think of it as more of raid two redemption. Uh, oh. that, that's raid esque, though. <laughs> you fucking nerd. That's Shut still raid esque. <laughs> I'm not putting all Those that in my are, mouth. Those movies are bonkers. Yeah, they are. Uh, fun, yeah, there's though. even Those a there's movies. even a part in Black Widow where she's like, "My life is just a video game." <laughs> yeah, right. That's what it is. Yeah, uh, and then so she's got a new villain, um, uh, Apogee, and uh, they're not in the building, but she gets to the like the top, and um, the person that stole her wallet is like unconscious in there, so she takes her home. And now she's got a new new psychic. Uh, Sweet. Yeah. Neat. I mean, that's the that's the book. <laughs> All right. Sounds fun. It's good though. I cool. I'm enjoying the the new arc. Uh, so yeah. Hell yeah. I got one. Holy uh, shit! We get a nice double dose of Dan Mora this week. Uh, Once a future number eighteen. Karen Gillan, Dan Mora, and Tamra Bond villain. In which everything goes to shit. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> so based. In all yeah. the ways I could have expected this book to go, this is not it. So I'm not even going to pretend that I understand and I can recap what's been going on. Basically, they're <laughs> in a final battle against Merlin, who is trying to fucking get Arthur back, and it's just bonkers. The story, so the story kind of like ran out of people to attach to, and it was kind of, it yeah, was kind of over. Part of it. But like Merlin was like, I'm gonna die now because. There isn't enough. Um, there isn't enough people like in the story to revive Arthur, which well, is not, a big thing. And then like, so it was kind of well. Not Merlin, out. Merlin wasn't going to die. Arthur was dying. Well, Arthur but was Merlin was die, also but Merlin couldn't do anything. But he's yeah, like, I, yeah. I have nothing to do. So it kind of was going to peter out, and they were going to be good for a while. And then, um, fucking, the fucking, fucking Bo- prime Bo- minister of. Boris Johnson England basically is like yo tell me tell me about all the shit you saw in Otherworld 
and basically has a huge press conference basically talking about everything that's been going on. And at that point, now there's enough people to attach to the story and it just restarted and Arthur is just, just ready to go. The now. whole nation. The whole nation. The so, whole nation believes. Like, literally, he's Tinkerbell, and yeah. no one was clapping, and exactly. he was just dying. And then now, all of a sudden, the entire nation is clapping, and Arthur's just like, what's up? I'm back. And and, then- and, and he's back, and he was just like, and like he kind of, they kind of hear it. It's like, what's, you know, Merlin's like, what's first? He's like, oh, I sense there's a man that believes he runs this country. I'll explain Which, his error. Yeah, and, shows and up. Forget, don't forget that Boris is playing the part of Boars. So, right. so Arthur has to fucking kill his ass. He's boring. So he sh- oh, snap. So he shows up to the press conference and literally just removes his head from his body. Yeah. Yo. And Yo, then turns a bunch of people into maggots and shit. And then basically is like, yeah, Britain for Britons. And it's like, oh, right. You're yeah. still racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't think anything could be worse than Boris Johnson. But here we are. And like... I didn't think that I would be upset with someone chopping Boris Johnson's head off on live television, <laughs> yeah. but holy you're shit. Like, you're like, you're the worst, but that was so cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, thank you, but also... I, I hate you, but can you do that again? Can you just put, <laughs> yeah. it, put it back? And, and the, big, the big flip here, the, basically the thing that they've been trying to prevent this entire time was Arthur coming back and basically turning, baking, protecting England from going and it's it's now in other world. All so, of England is in other world now. Yeah. So, so now, like the last page is them just like I guess we'll make the best of it, and there's just monsters. wild ass fucking monsters all yeah, over the place. Yeah, there's some cool shit here. Holy shit! Like, some, yeah, did not see this shit coming whatsoever. It's fucking yeah. cool. You got some cool dragons. You got like the biggest Slenderman I've ever fucking seen. Biggest <laughs> Slenderman. Not so uh, Slenderman. You got some like ultra mega kaiju monsters in there yeah, too. You got one like, that kind of looks like a hammerhead. He's kind of cute. Oh yeah, I like him. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he seems I hope like a he's good a guy. friend. I, yeah. ho- I hope I he's him, like a pog I hope or they're pog able to, yeah, I want him to be able like a big turn him. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, basically everything they've been trying to prevent pretty much since the series started has now been undone because of this fucking dickhead. What yeah. if that was the last and, and- issue? <laughs> Dude, that'd be crazy. <laughs> yeah, that would be nuts. Oh, fuck. But definitely I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to be oh, upset if that's the last no, issue. I don't think yeah. But it's a wild ride, but it's one of those I would definitely recommend reading it in a trade because it's bonkers. Oh yeah, and like I I'm pretty caught up with it. Like I know Same. what's going on, but I can't explain it to you very well. And we still have so. the Green Knight hanging out. Oh yeah, yeah, that's like the very end. Like they're <laughs> all like having tea and kind of like relaxing at the finally at the end of this. They're like in her um nursing home just kind of like <laughs> yeah. chilling out watching TV and they're like Whatever happened to the Green Knight? And they're like, well, we got a year and a day, so it's fine. We'll deal with it in yeah, a year. Yeah, he's a one day. of those a year and a dayers, so we, we got time <laughs> to figure it out, which I thought was hilarious. Now they don't have any time for anything. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, just again, we always say, but it's worth saying every time the art and the colors, the Ooh. Dan Mora, Tamra Bond villain tag team, it's insane and we had Especially the dan mora these- uh jordy belair tag team earlier that's true so just, <laughs> just the so best many- of the best these big splash pages with arthur and merlin and these fight scenes are freaking nuts man they're so good so it's it's gorgeous it's such a great book mm-hmm. so go check it out if you haven't been already i don't know why you wouldn't be but if you're not <laughs> go do that <laughs> all right my second shadow is silk number two by maringu uh Takeshi, Takeshi Miyazawa and Ian Hearing. That's a fun one too. This book keep yeah it keeps 
I love it. Um, <laughs> uh, I just, I just love it. <laughs> still keeps fighting. Keeps still finally fought the cat demon. Um, <laughs> she sure did. Yeah. So the all these gangs around New York are dying, and uh, the cat demon is like asking people to join the them or not, and then murder, murdering all of them, <laughs> and murdering them if they say no. Yeah. Um, and then uh. Silk gets a new therapist that she thinks is hot, but he's evil. Tosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's working for the big mob boss that the cat demon works for, right? Yeah. They're all working for that one woman who, I guess, has inherited the gang, or I don't know. I thought the uh, the splash page of her trying to unite the other gangs yeah. at the sauna was hilarious. She's just, like, in the sauna, and, like, there's... It's kind of... Uh, and it's like just uh, her moving around multiple groups. Yeah, it's really funny. Just her like getting trying to protect herself from like a towel fight, like pouring yeah. another water on people. It was it was ridiculous. <laughs> Charles just trying to like, and all of them were still like, "Nah, we're good." Yeah, it's like, "Well, oh, fuck you guys." Why she's like, all, all then she gets home. He's like, "That was all for nothing." God damn it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then you know her her new therapist is, is evil. So I, I hate when yeah. I hate when that happens. Evil and hot, that motherfucker. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck I mean that did it fooled again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I like the whole time she's talking about like it's probably really bad that I'm attracted to my therapist. Like this can't be good, right? Ah, fuck it, I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Been there, girl. Can't. W- oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, well, shoot. Yeah. No, go for it. Ab. I was gonna jump into the next book. Do then it, do it, bro. Do All it. Right. Do so, it. I just wanted to real quick shout out this one part of Batman Black and White number five by uh, Kieran Gillen and Jamie McElvey. McKelvey. McKelvey. Uh, Jamie wi- McKelvey. Our wicked and we, divine we, team, we, correct? Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yep. <laughs> Love that book. I wasn't sure someone else was no. gonna. Answer. Yeah, we might have but, like you know just kept it for the last one, but this might be the most genius piece of comic making in a long time. Oh my time. god! Yeah, so it was it's really cool. They did a choose a your own adventure. Device. It's Batman versus uh, the Riddler and Killer Croc, and it's hilarious. It's yeah, hilarious. I, it's so well done. I read this every way that you could read. It. I, I like yeah. I, I I spent the entire day just going back and. <laughs> did you like, read it the okay, way you're supposed to read it? I I got stuck yeah. trying to find a way in which Batman wins, and there is. If you just read <laughs> you the last panel, right? Yeah. Well, no. no you, you multiple panels. You read it like you a have comic. To read the, because yeah, it's not a game. Follow, it's a comic. Yeah. Yeah, if you actually read the panels in the order that they yeah. are correct, uh, then it becomes a real comic because there's a couple yeah. panels in between them that that string it together exactly. where, in which Batman wins. Yeah, oh. and so, so see, I missed you, choose your adventure. It doesn't work. Yeah, if you don't, yeah, if you don't play the Riddler's game, you so, win. Yeah, so exactly. it's a choose your own adventure where he's going through this labyrinth, and every possible option of the of the choose your own adventure portion of it leads to Batman dying. But if you yeah. read it like a comic, there's all these panels that you that don't actually get led to from any other previous uh, choose your own adventure path, and it's like the like Batman sneaking up on the Riddler, like setting things up, and he's like, "How'd mm-hmm. you get here? You're not supposed to be here." And then yeah. you get to the final panel, and it's. Uh, it's like because Batman always ba- wins. well Batman well Batman uh, is like only only someone as depraved as you would think this is a game. 
because it's not a game, it's a yeah. comic. <laughs> it's fucking genius. It's really brilliant. And I, I can't, it was really cool. I can't imagine like the amount of time it took to write and draw this. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Just oh my thinking god. of the way to position all the different panels so you have the ones that like don't get led to and then like all the different things like it must yeah. have taken forever. It's a Karen very Gillen's Karen Gillen brain. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah, Karen Gillan's brain only thinks in games. Like, right. That's yeah. that's yeah. right. Like, exactly. Every single thing he does is just a different plot of a game. That yeah. He's also, it's like, a Riddler story, so it's perfect. It's, it's per- yeah. It's, it's fucking genius. perfect. It's so yeah. cool. It's I could have done a whole podcast um, just on this story. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, it, <laughs> it makes me want a Karen Gillan Riddler. <laughs> just like from oh, like a long yeah. form to see what he would, would do with Riddler would be I think fantastic. it'd be a lot of fun yeah <laughs> if they give him a Batman miniseries ever but yeah there's, just do a fucking yeah. there's a lot of great jokes like at one point uh <laughs> Killer Croc is in a room full of orphans, and if you take the wrong path, Killer Croc eats all of the orphans. And then there's a joke in there about like now Batman doesn't have anyone yeah. to recruit Robins from. That's one of my favorite parts. That's yeah. awesome. And then like after you've gone through all of the paths, like if you follow every single path to like the way that Batman like dies and and Riddler like wins, there's a bunch that are just like, oh, you see, like yeah, you. You know, <laughs> like you figured all, all it the out. like narration panels are like, yeah, well, okay, <laughs> he died. <laughs> so that brings us to our top story today. Oh, top story. Uh, speaking of Merlin, I guess. I don't yeah, know. that was a couple books ago, but whatever. Yeah. Uh. New mutants, eh? We got some. We got some sad boys. Sad, and sad some sad girls, and sad boy, <laughs> and some uh, some very slick Disney shoutouts that um, really? mm. that I managed to, oh, to notice. Let's get into it. Yeah, how are their Disney shoutouts? We'll get there we'll when get we there. get there. Let's get okay. into it. All right. <laughs> so it starts off with uh, Rain being real sad. Oh yeah, this was this because was... she's having a rough she's having a rough go of it. Last couple of issues, this was not good. This was yeah, this was mm. creepy. Um, she's recently learned that her son is mo- is alive somewhere, or potentially is alive somewhere. And Can't get resurrected because they think he's alive, but yeah, that's I guess. Well, he's 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 popped up on Cerebro, so like his signature is alive somehow. There's a but which is the so, the yeah. worst yeah. case scenario because if he was dead, you could just you'd pop him out. Exactly. Now she's just racked with guilt. Now she, now yeah. He's number just one, alone. she. Yeah. Number one, she watched him die. Number two, she hasn't been here for him this whole time. Then yeah. she's freaking out. Number three, like, <clears throat> like where is he? And we have to find him. And like, she went to X Factor, and X Factor's like, "Sorry, we're busy." It's just like, what the fuck? Like this. And then on top of all that, now Farouk's rolling in and taking advantage of it because yeah. he's the worst. Mm-hmm. He's basically just, just like. like yeah, like you're in pain, so help these other people in pain because you're the people that understand. And he's like, "Oh, do you think it'll help?" It's like, "Yeah, all right, I'll try." It's just like, yeah, it's oh like, fuck, God. that's not gonna end great. Yeah, <laughs> so creepy. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and I just hate that, that that rain gets that manipulated so often like this. Like, right? I feel like yeah, she's she's just a, such a good-hearted person. People like that are the ones that are manipulated by sociopaths because they can't imagine what somebody's like ulterior motive would be you know what i yeah. mean like right so, sad. so we cut back to um other world where danny and karma <laughs> have, this have is been so captured great. 
and then gets sent on a quest so they can get what they're looking for. Yeah, they, they've essentially been blackmailed into working for Merlin. Yeah. Yes. Like, Merlin's like, uh, all right, so my daughter stole something from me. You got to go get it or I'll kill you. Those are your options. And, and if you try to leave, the- I'll kill you. Yeah. And, like- and the whole time they're following the white rabbit, which is... Oof. <laughs> got you in trouble in the first place. We're like, well, it got us this far, so I guess we'll just keep doing it. So yeah. there's one Disney Easter egg. Yeah. Okay. There is one. I mean, um, it's not really a Disney. It's a Lu- Lewis. But Carol there is a Easter. major Disney Easter egg later. I'm just, I'm just trying to yeah. lead it up to. Okay. Um, so then they take some of the potions and stuff. They kind of leave that behind, so people are knowing what's going on. But then they cut back to. I guess we have two stories. It's them in Otherworld, and then the uh, the crew of kids that are oh right trying to figure out their like mutant um, yeah, it's like enol and no girl shit. and cosmar the mutant power combo thing um mutant technology thank you the mutant technology and they're, the most- they're learning how to like put their consciousness into other bodies so yes. like they More put, put enol's consciousness into a flower or stuff and they're like oh maybe it'll work if it's not living and then they kind of figure that and then they want out. something uh that can move so yeah, that could once move because a flower has never been able to move. So when he becomes a flower, he's just like, well, I felt like I was, I yeah. was photosynthesizing, but I couldn't <laughs> do anything. It, was a flower. it just screams like, oh, they're just going to find a fucking sentinel. It's just not going to end well. <laughs> no, they're going to find a corpse, which is what happens later. They go the, to well, they go to Gabby uh, and they're corpse, like, yeah. we want to go get a corpse from X Factor's corpse farm and put a consciousness in it. And she's like, that's a bad idea. That's a bad idea for so many and reasons. Like, Why well, X Factor can have a corpse for it, but we can't. We can't have one of the corpses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No running out. I like how like one of her first cons- concerns is like that it's just bad consent to be in a oh, corpse's yeah. body yeah, without put- their permission because yeah. those are like the corpses of mutants that have been resurrected since then. So right. it's like you know there's there's like 10 different sirens in there because siren kept dying you know right. like so like to not like go ask siren hey can i play with your corpse is you're gonna like, go to x factor and be like up. how much for a corpse rental yeah <laughs> i also like that scout has a um pet honey badger yeah it's jonathan wolverine yeah that, no that's that's gabby's oh you said scout that's her that's her yeah. name yeah. now uh but that's jonathan yeah, no, i like her i like her wolverine hoodie yeah yeah, it, it, yeah, and he is—he is a Wolverine. He's an actual. Oh, uh, I thought he's he was an actual a Wolverine. Badger. No, he's, they're, they're, her name was Honey they're Badger. Members of the same genus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, her name was Honey Badger, and she had a pet Wolverine. Named it's just funny. I'm so confused. <laughs> in in the book or in general? Yeah, I, and aren't they aren't they in? Doesn't she live with Lara too? Who's been uh, off doing? Yeah, yeah thing? like. Like, yeah. Anil shows up at her house, and he's just like, yo, are you going to clean? And she's like, yeah, eventually. But yeah, you, you've you literally just left a child, like, without a Who sitter. has no skills to no do skills. any of this stuff. And she's just like, yeah, she's just living in filth because her caretaker is stuck in the fucking vault. With, with yeah. her pet Wolverine. <laughs> like... Right. Well, as long yeah, as she let the Wolverine spells- out every couple, you know, it should be fine. Every couple hours. <laughs> where's, where's Logan or Akihiro to, like, check in on her? Nah. Well, that's yeah. That's fucked up. They're just not. Wolverine's they're just doing their own thing. F- Wolverine's too busy fucking on no. the moon, and and yeah. Akihiro's too busy trying to fuck Aurora. So everyone, yeah, yeah Wolverine's to too tied up with Coke. a bunch of different things. He's like on Madripoor. He's, he's Patch again. He's fucking. These chaos buys can't be trusted to, to to watch children. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> do some crazy shit up on that moon. Anyway. <laughs> so we cut back to Otherworld, and it's the... Oh, the potion that they end up drinking turns them invisible, which is just super handy. Um, yeah. And then they basically roll into the uh, vault from Aladdin with just a whole bunch oh, of shit. Oh, um, the Disney reference. At least that's what I look... No, there's one more, because Adam, I know, was excited about it. And they have to steal a... A blue tea, a blue tea kettle, essentially. So that that pot that they have to steal, a blue pot, yeah, belonged to Merlin. So like they're trying to steal this thing yeah. from Merlin. In the Disney animated film Sword in the Stone, there's a, a scene where Merlin makes a sugar bowl come to life. It's the blue it's pot. That? It that is the oh, sugar exactly bowl like from. Yeah. Sword in the Stone. Okay. It has been a long time since I saw Sword yeah, in the like, Stone. Yeah, like, I recognized it immediately. I was like, I know that sugar boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? Now that now that I see it, the little, like, the sides are, become his little, yeah. like, arms. Yeah, That yeah. he, like, has his hands on his hips. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. And my favorite part There's of this is basically... There's a fun little Easter egg. Once they get that and they figure out, like, his sister pops up, he's like, wait, he wants that bag? He's like, that's just a pot. Yeah, it's no. It's not fucking. I just it's not took magic. it. All, I just took it to piss him off on my way out. Because he liked it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it was magic. It had sentience. It would like fill your sugar. Well, at one point, it did. It no longer has sentience. He took it took away its sentience. But, but that's basically yeah, start, like I love how they just start laughing at them. It's fucking Merlin's great. version <laughs> of the robot that just passes the butter from Rick and Morty. Right. <laughs> exactly. What is my purpose? You're the sugar bowl. Oh God. Um, <laughs> then, then we get to see Lady Roma. Yeah, she's being she, a fucking badass. She's the one that um when the X-Men did Fall of the Mutants back in the in the eighties with Claremont, and the only way to win was for the X-Men to die. She put them through the Siege Perilous and then they all they uh... all died to the public in air quotes and they couldn't be recorded. They couldn't like show up on TV or cameras. Um it was a weird subplot that lasted way too long. Uh <laughs> but like yeah, they were dead to the public for like 50 issues or something oh my god and that's why yeah, excalibur... i remember the siege perilous and i forgot that it was it was Roma. yeah and that's, then that's why excalibur cool. gets formed because nightcrawler and kate were like unconscious at that time so they weren't part of it so they think everyone is dead so they form excalibur mm. which is funny because okay. it's lady okay. roma and merlin and other one so like it's kind of all connected it's interesting yeah, yeah. that's fun so i i'm i'm um, starting to think now now that that disney owns marvel and and we have an Easter egg like this where there's a, a piece of Disney lore popping up in a Marvel book. Is this the same Merlin? Like, is this that's now fucked up because he went real evil? Like, he's a piece of oh. shit. So if that is the case, like, that's really like, funny. with Merlin. It could it could all Merlins could be the same Merlin. Oh or there's man, like a, into the a Merlin of Merlins. <laughs> yeah, into a the council Merlin of Merlins. Council of Merlins. <laughs> he is just he's just Rick. <laughs> but like instead of science it's magic <laughs> he is he is a dick enough to have a whole council of himself that's what uh, i'm yeah, saying 100%. exactly um so i guess the other two things is like she the was it lady roma right is the woman they're talking to yes yeah um she notices the rabbit that they've been chasing and she's like yo and it's like kind of talking to um the two of them like you got some powerful shit going on like you you don't know what this is. This is impressive. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and I guess they finally figured out that they've somehow manifested the spirit of oh. her brother. Oh, yeah. Her, and like yeah. The, with their power, like with their mutant technology, that's been like a manifestation of 
her brother and they're gonna go figure so out like karma's brother was like evil in her first appearance in like marvel team up with spider-man where uh she had to kill him yeah i don't know if he's uh, been and I'll back, get back since to, like, the, then yeah and then after that she um <laughs> lady rome was like all right i got you uh i'll send this pot back and i'll send you where you need to go it's like, oh, all right, sweet, well, good, good deal. <laughs> yeah, uh, except you're gonna fucking owe me one whenever yeah, I want I'm gonna, it. Yeah, ex- yeah, except, uh, yeah, you owe me a big one. I can call it in whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, that's not gonna come back to be a problem. No, never. Ever. It's fine. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they just pop up right where um, Jake, Jacob, jo- Joshua, Josh, but who? Joshua, Josh, yeah. Joshua Josh. is just is. They're like, hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I absolutely <laughs> love this whole part. So Joshua is is hanging out with the fucking vampires and the vampire part of Otherworld. And they're mm-hmm. like, back the fuck off, vampires! And then the, he's like, yo, these are my friends. Can you chill the fuck out? I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yeah. And they're like, yo, what's the deal with these guys? Like, where I'm also his friend. I'm not eating him. Like, what is your deal? Yeah. And um, it's this really cool interaction where... Basically, he because he's got these like, he's blue and he's got massive horns and he's like, you know, like even on Otherworld, you know, like or even on Krakoa, we like th- we stand we, out. We've been we've been fighting for so long to be accepted that now that we're on on Krakoa, we're still fighting to be special. So there's like this me being different is still a problem on Krakoa. I'm still being looked at with pity by people that are, like, human passing. I'm still, like, you know... But here, I'm just a guy, and I'm just... I just have friends, and I just do my shit. Also, there's dragons! And it's, like... It's an epic fantasy! It's fucking awesome! (laughs) And then, like, uh, Danny and and Karma are like, yo, but, like, what if you die here? You could just die. And he's like, I've always just been able to die at any minute. That's that's just life that's like, always been a problem <laughs> that is a funny we, new problem that they have to think about like oh but we can die yeah. here it's like yeah like what about the like you could always die anywhere up until like a couple months ago yeah, that's like, only not been a thing for like a year yeah, like, yeah he's like i'm totally fine with almost dying because that's just what life is so but basically he he has the total like give me the autonomy to choose to be here of my own volition yeah. and they're like all right, just come check just in. Just check with in, us. yeah. Yeah, check in so we know you're not dead. Cool. Yeah. All right, and yeah. like that's so cool. Like that's it's a really good like, yeah. Like it like you can't like Krakoa still has to be consensual. <laughs> like you you can't be dragged back of your own volition. Like yeah, no, you should just have the freedom to be mortal and go wherever and, and have and your adventure. Unless you're Sabretooth, then we're just going to stick you in the forever box. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, that's real problematic. That's not good. Or if you're, or if you're good. Beak and we'll just erase your memory that you didn't want to go. Oof. Oh, th- that was an accident. That yeah, was, that but was it still happened. Still, it still yeah, happened. Still but it was dumb. Yeah, that was those kids trying to help and it's like, yeah. oh no, that's, that's problematic as fuck, yeah. dude. So at the very end, once they realize, once we have the revelation about like that they the bunny was a manifestation of Karma's brother. her brother, she's like, uh, all right, I know what I have to do now, but I can't do it alone. It's like, oh, you know, Danny's like, whatever, I got you. It's like I need you to be my partner in the Crucible. It's like, uh, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, what? what, what? <laughs> and, uh, excuse, excuse me. <laughs> in the excuse. What uh, which I don't really understand because she has all of her powers. Why does she need to, to go get through her, the Crucible? Get her brother out of there. Really. How would that get her brother her out though? Brothers, then they just isn't that what the bunny was? They talked about the the her brother's spirits like in her. Yeah. Oh. So okay. I think if I they res- it would part. probably resurrect both of them. Is Ew. my guess. Because they talk about the regret is 
she it's it's you know her twin and couldn't protect him so i'm guessing maybe if the spirit's inside of her if she dies they'll resurrect both of them yeah that's that's is that uh, the thought process i think so maybe? i guess that's or maybe i maybe feel- i missed something that's what that seems to be that's how i read it in my mind yeah i felt like i was just missing a piece but i, I also kind of skimmed that last page <laughs> but I, the I, big takeaway is danny wants Karma wants Danny and to do wants Danny to kill and Danny had previously re- declined uh, Cosmar's invitation yeah, because to do of them. the yeah yeah. So Cosmar's gonna be real mad when Danny gets <laughs> yes the, yeah that's not gonna go well. Yep. So right. yeah, this was a great issue. Uh, mm-hmm. New Mutants has been really solid. It's so good. It it really reminds me of Claremont's run, and the art is so good. Yeah, the art is really great. Just. Yeah. Reese able to like Reese is like super expressive, but the way he's able to um shift his style for like when they're on other world, it's like a completely different style than when they're on Gukoa. And I don't it's really cool. It and really it's got fits that, the book. That Sinkovich messiness about it too. It does, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like also controlled at the same like I mean Sinkovich too, like could do that. Like it, it looks like all over the place, but it's super on purpose. Yeah. So that's it. That's last week's comics. We did it. We did it. We, we got there. Uh, yes. Yeah. So what do we got this week? Uh, really excited for uh, Good Asian number yes. one. Um, yeah, that's like that's gonna uh, be that's Batman's out. Be cool. Batman nice. always great. That'll be a oh, we got two. That's two top story noms right there. Uh, new number, new number one called Eve looks cool. Um, is that that like almost? Looks like a young adult type-ish book. Yeah, yeah, I'm interested. Wind is back, if we're on that thing. Oh, yay! I uh, said, so I think Marauders, Hellions, I think yes. already just said. Die and Noctera. Die, obviously a favorite of mine, so I'm hy- mm-hmm. excited that that's back. Swamp Thing. Nice. Um, um, there's a new um, Allison Bechdel uh, book called The Secret to Superhuman Strength. So that's that might be a pick for me. Okay. Cool. Another, the last uh, Fear Case. Mm. Oh, man. I think Fear Case number four, I believe that's the last one. Oh, yeah. That's the last one. Dead Dog's Bite. Nice. Uh, what else we got? Um, no, I'm forgetting. Oh, yeah. Something. The Dead Dog's Bite is like the second to last issue. Yeah, that's another oh, miniseries, dang. which I'm upset because it's really good. Swamp Thing. Uh, he- Heroes Reborn starts. We'll uh, see oh, what right. that is. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> the finale uh, to the yeah. Man-Thing story. Man-Thing nice. and the X-Men. Oh, right, X-Men, right. Man-Thing, yeah. More Man-Thing. Man-Bat. Mm-hmm. Man-Bat, Man-Bat and Man-Thing. Man-Thing. All right. Oh, man. Shit. <laughs> Double dose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. I think that's pretty much everything I see. So, uh, yeah. So that's that's this week's comics. Tune in next week when they're last week's comics, and we get. And to I talk just want to say, uh, rest in peace, John Paul Leon. He was a master. I know. Oh, R.I.P. Yeah. Well, moment of silence. Um, let's see. What do we got to? We, we don't. We don't have anything going on on. Dueling genre at large lately, at least not the four of us. That's not to say that there isn't a whole bunch of really cool stuff going on at dueling genre at large. Nailed it. 
you should go check all that stuff out. Uh, Franchiseography, I think, just just finished their first season. Uh, they talked about the Men in Black franchise, which we've talked about the real Men in Black a couple times on this show. So go check them out. Um, yeah, uh, I just last week was my last episode of the Batman uh, Dueling Genre Versus. So if you're a patron subscriber, or if you want to be a Patreon subscriber, you can go binge that whole thing. So go join our Patreon, join our Discord, hang out with us, listen to our content, and uh, we'll see you next week. For myself, Casey, Sean, and RJ, this is Tales from the Short Box. Bye, everybody.